Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. It's Not the Pearls by Emily Rosen It was sometime around our 10th anniversary in the early 1960s. He wanted to buy something special for me, and I had a yen for pearls. We traipsed into the city to the jeweler's exchange on 47th Street and exited with a fine choice of long oyster gems. He peeled off about $2,000 in pocket cash and we dropped off a dime at the toll booth on the West Side Drive, arriving home both satisfied with purchase. Country Club, Stepford Wife, the condition to which I was on the cusp of, encouraged the sporting of my bauble appropriately at dinner dances and assorted cliched gatherings of young matrons and their fabled spouses of ever-seeking means. The pearls completed the set of the required acquisitions of the times, which included the mink coat, the reasonably well-sized diamond ring, and the Cadillac. And then, one day, several months later, I could not find the pearls. I remembered having worn them recently. Had I misplaced them? Where? Where? Where were they? The silent search was on. Drawers, closets, pockets, purses. Nada. Days passed, but laden as we were, I had enough trinkets to festoon my body without the pearls, and their lack of presence was not a cause for any great concern, and not yet noticed by my spouse. Nevertheless, I missed them, and so, to assuage my angst, I stopped at the local Macy's costume jewelry counter and paid $17 for an identical-looking set of long pearls which elegantly served the purpose on all occasions for which they were in service, and mums the word regarding the switch. Weeks, months, even years passed, and I happily appeared in long, flowing pearls, Macy's best. It went with the total look, and no one, least of all my spouse, made any reference to it except to admire the total look. And then, one day, as I was digging deeply into a drawer in need of a squished item, voila! Suddenly, my memory crawled back into my consciousness, including the fact of my having placed the original pearls cautiously into that place, and all the flimsy reasoning behind that act returned to me. So now I had two sets of long flowing pearls, and dang! For the life of me, without a magnifying glass, I was hard-pressed to distinguish one from the other. Subsequently, I would wear one or the other set randomly chosen with a new appreciation for the value of fake jewels. But this is not the end of the story. As I meandered through the life I was leading, fakeness was its ever-present hallmark. We had become part of the fabric of club life, hedonism, its unacknowledged underpinnings. 
We had frequent la-di-da club meals around circled tables of 10 and 12 people. To me, they seemed mostly interested in which restaurants we frequented, where we had traveled, what college campuses we had lounged at for four years, and how bad the club food had become. But business was good and neighbors became customers, clients, or patients for each other. We were so safe behind the gates. And along our streets, the people had voted to install identical-looking green mailboxes, forcing owners to trash the kooky ones, the ugly ones, and the unique ones, which dared to mark the inhabitants as possibly people of individuality. And all this time, my real pearls and my fake pearls mingled together in a jewelry box, almost as one, subject to my indiscriminate choice, since I was too lazy to seek the magnifier that would differentiate them. But time wore me down, and I began to apply a magnifier to the life I was living. Much of what I saw in that glass was a bunch of distortions and a set of values that were misaligned with my own. Slowly and deliberately, I found a life outside the gates. I sought interest in people less attuned to acquisition, those more grounded in trying to solve the aches of society. It is many, many years later now. I have had a good, productive life. I don't give much of a damn about the pearls anymore, either set of them. As a matter of fact, I believe I gave them both away during the second major downsizing of my living quarters. Although I had lost them, and then found them, I had eventually also lost that other me. And with great gratitude, I believe I have found myself again, the real me. Copyright 2023 Emily Rosen. Emily Rosen lives in Boca Raton, Florida, where for over 20 years and until her 95th birthday last year, she instructed classes in memoir writing, publishing two anthologies of stories from her classes and the book, Who Am I? For two decades and until the local weekly newspaper folded in 2021, she wrote the column, Everything's Coming Up Rosen. Her travel and feature articles have appeared nationwide while her poetry languishes in the pages of a fat notebook. She has worked as a copywriter, travel writer, columnist, elementary and community college teacher, mental health counselor, and owner of the now defunct singing telegram company, Witty Diddy. Her long-lived history puts her at an old Philco radio, listening to FDR's Fireside Chats. You can read some of Emily's writing at emilyrosen424.com. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.